this is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona, this is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's a great honor to work for the freedom of the Chinese people and to know today that the new federal state of China is being announced by the Himalaya Society, the Himalaya Organization, to actually confront, combat, and eventually take down the CCP. The new federal state offers itself as an alternative for the Chinese people, and here's the reason. The Chinese Communist Party is not a legitimate government. Every day, Beijing gets weaker, and the new federal state gets stronger. The CCP must be destroyed. This organization just needs your energy to keep going. If we all have the common work program, take down the CCP. If we keep doing that, we're going to do it. One more time. Fuck she. We don't want unity. We want victory. Victory or death. We're going to take this country back. Then we're going to take down the Chinese Communist Party. Are you with me? If your task and purpose is to take your country back, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, Miles Groves locked in a prison over in Brooklyn. I want to make sure he can hear us. Take down the CCP. The CCP. Take down the CCP. Take down the CCP. Take down the CCP. Take down the CCP. Free Miles Groves. Free Miles Groves. I can't hear you. Free Miles Groves. Free Miles Guo! Free Miles Guo! What is our task and purpose? To take down the CCP! Thank you, let's roll. You think Miles can hear us? Do you think Miles can hear us? Remember where he was 34 years ago. He was in a prison too. Remember he got rolled up. Why did they all get rolled up on May 26th and 27th? Why? 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 Because the students of the Fine Arts Academy in Beijing started to build the goddess of democracy. And the corrupt transnational criminal organization that is the Chinese Communist Party, by the way, backed by the world's elites, backed by the world's elites, could not take that. They, they tolerated what went on in Tiananmen until those young art students and those young protesters started to put up 
the goddess of democracy. Why couldn't they do that? They understood that that was an image as powerful as the Statue of Liberty. And that would incite a revolution throughout mainland China. And that's when they came up with the plan to eradicate it. They didn't care if they killed 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 people, of which they probably did massacre. Is there any doubt in your mind about that? I can't hear you. And they can't hear you in Beijing. I want them to hear you not just in the federal prison here where Miles is, chained up and shackled like a dog. What's the difference between what's happening to Miles Guo today and what happened to him under the Chinese Communist Party in Tiananmen? What's the difference? There is no difference. I want the people in Beijing, I want these criminals in Beijing right now, right? Right now, on the anniversary of Tiananmen, with the blood of Chinese patriots in that square, I want them to hear you. Take down the CCP! Take down the CCP! Free Miles Guo! Free Miles Guo! Free Miles Guo! Free Miles Guo! Think about this great um, structure, this building that we're in. The Crocker Mansion here outside of New York City. The global financial capital. This beautiful mansion and beautiful grounds and the, the new headquarters, it's ironic, but proper and fitting that this was built on the labor of Chinese people. Crocker was the head of Central, the Central Pacific Railroad. In 1865, the very first immigrant from Canton came to the United States because they didn't have enough labor with the Civil War. I think there were 12, 15,000 by 1868. They built the toughest part of the Transcontinental Railroad across the Sierra Nevada, across the Rocky Mountains. That ceaseless labor is what built this. Just like if you look over at New York City, you look at those skyscrapers, you look at all of you look at modern industrial society, what is that built upon? The slave labor of Lao Beijing. We have a very stark reality in front of us. The Chinese, the noble Chinese people, arguably the most, the most ancient of all of our civilizations that have given us science and technology, Lao Tzu, the Tao Te Ching, philosophy, a way to live one's life, is now the home for untold hundreds of millions of underground evangelical Christians and Catholics. Also many other Buddhist sects and other sects that practice their underground. That civilization, think about it for a second, in the modern world, in the modern world, the only people not free in the modern world are the Chinese people. Now think about that for a second. How can that possibly be? How can it possibly be? Because just those laborers. The elites in China with the CCP are partnered with the elites throughout the world, right? They have an economic system that works for them. That economic system is built on the slave labor of the Chinese people. 
that has to be burned into the soul of not just the modern American people, but throughout the world, that this entire world's economy rests on slave labor. Now think about it for a second. How did, how did the CCP survive Tiananmen Square? How in the modern world, where else in the modern world has any government, any government, survived the massacre, massacre on global television of 10, 15, 20, 25,000, 50,000 people? Where does that happen anywhere in world history? The slaughter of people right there. The answer is nowhere. Remember, when the goddess of democracy came up, they, Deng Xiaoping and these guys said, hey, this is now out of control because that's going to be a symbol to galvanize not just people throughout China, but people throughout the world. The goddess of democracy will do that. Those art students thought of something that was absolutely quite brilliant. That's when they sent the troops in. But even in that 72, 48, 72 hours, it was just like that, whether they were survived or not. It was the darkest days of the Chinese Communist Party. And who saved them? the Bush administration, the Bush, the Bush apparatus, Bush 41. They, they notify him immediately, we're not going to say anything about the regime. We're going to say the violence has stopped, but we're not going to call you out. And 30 days later, they send General Scowcroft over with, with laying out the plan. You're going to have to have a little bit of, you know, you're going to have to calm down, no more killing people so blatantly. You got to dial it down. Yet the miles grows, they can be in prison. They can disappear. They can be tortured. That's fine. That's okay. We just can't see it on global TV. You can't make it uncomfortable for us as your partner because we got big plans. You guys are not quite there yet, but we're going to show you. We're going to let you in the World Trade Organization. We're going to give you most favored nation status. We're going to let this thing ramp up and we're going to be your partners, your silent partners, but we're going to provide you the capital and we're going to provide you the technology and we're going to make sure that you can't get overthrown. And what did they sell the American people? Oh, here, here's what the American people, because remember, the American people have always had a great fondness and a great camaraderie and a great love of the Chinese people from the founding of our republic. So why they tell them, oh, this is what the Chinese people need. This is what Lao Beijing needs. We, we've tempered, the, we've tempered the, the, the sharp edges of the Chinese Communist Party. We're going to let them in the World Trade Organization. We're going to let them uh, have most favored nation status. We're going to make them part of an integrated economic system. And when they do that, they're going to become more liberal democracy. That's what we're going to have is democracy and freedom for the Chinese people. That's a bald face lie. That's a bald face lie. And they knew it was a lie when they said it. They had no intention. In fact, they continued to look the other way. The repression really started even worse after Tiananmen Square, and the intelligence agencies knew it, and the apparatus of the American administrative state and national security state knew everything that went on. At the exact same time, we were funding them our most advanced technology and capital, capital, capital. Capital, where was that capital provided from? The American Lao Beijing. MAGA. Nobody ever asked their permission. They didn't know it. It's not a conspiracy. It's called a plan. It's a plan. And it's a well-executed plan. Look at where we are today. The American elites, global elites, party of Davos, they're making out better than ever. The top 1% in the world got the best gig they ever had in their entire lives. The Chinese Communist Party, the elites, 
not even the 92 million, but the elites, the factions that run it and a couple of families that run it, never had it better. The only problem they have today, the only problem they really have today is that their real estate, all the money they've skimmed off of the Chinese people of Lao Beijing and put into real estate in midtown Manhattan may be a little down because Biden's economy's down. Their only issue is that their investment, and they sucked all the cash out of China, right? And put it on one belt, one road. All these other initiatives that just give them more power and more control and more money. Some of their investments may not be as, as good, but they got the cash out. Tell me in the history of mankind, in the history of mankind, where we've seen a more murderous dictatorship a more murderous dictatorship, and I put Hitler and the Nazis, the fascists, the Soviet Union, you put them all up, in fact, you put them all up and you add them up. 1949, how did this whole thing start? Remember, it was the communists in the Democratic Party that were in the administrative state, in the State Department, in the Pentagon, that were telling the world that Mao Zedong and Chou Enlai were Democrats. They're gonna have land reform, agrarian reform. The Chinese people are gonna get their land. They're gonna have democracy. Not the nationalists. The nationalists are corrupt and evil and incompetent, taking money from everybody. Oh, but no, we wanna free the Chinese people. We wanna free the Chinese people. It's Mao Zedong and Chou Enlai. Time after time after time. And we now know from the records, they knew it was a lie. It was infiltration, not just by the Soviet Union, but also our own homegrown, the China hands, half of them were Marxist. Was it Edgar Snow, Red Star of China? The book's a total and complete work of fiction. That was what was sold to the American people. And so in 1949, we backed, essentially, the administration, the government of this country backed the communists. And we knew immediately, there were voices immediately. Remember, Joe McCarthy came, his rise to power was who lost China? The lies and misrepresentations of General Marshall and others at the State Department. Marshall both at the Pentagon and the State Department. And look at what happened immediately. The great leap forward, right in the 50s. Another debacle, it led to a famine. A famine, they starved 40 million people to death. Think about that for a second. 40 million people started as bad as, as, as Stalin was in the Ukraine, and that is horrible beyond imagination, that was five or six million. We're talking 40. And they had gulags as bad as anywhere on earth. When that didn't work, to, to, to get the memory away from that, they had the greatest scar outside of the Holocaust of the 20th century. And that's saying something. Think in the 20th century, we murdered, starved to death, executed 250 million people between World War I and World War II and these global conflicts and the Cold War and the Chinese Communist Party, the Nazis, the fascists. A quarter of a billion people eradicated, murdered, butchered, starved. Think about it. It's the bloodiest century in mankind's history. A thousand years from now, they're going to call it the Dark Ages. And in that century, the Cultural Revolution is only second to the Holocaust. Why? Because they understood the strength of the Chinese people. The strength of the Chinese people is the family. 
that may be the most traditional people on earth on love of the family and the mother and the father in tradition past generation to generation they had to break that and to break it and also education what would they use think about it for a second we will weaponize the children we will rep weaponize the little children and the teenagers and the young college students in China we will turn them into demons to torture and starve and ridicule not just people in the village not just the kulaks the two most honored things in Chinese society the teacher and the parents the cultural revolution is so awful that the Chinese Communist Party will not let it be mentioned will not let it be talked about and even today in the West we know very little about it very little about it as horrible as that was the Chinese people pulled themselves out with no help from anybody else then the one-child policy four as miles said because I say miles of the hundred and fifty two hundred million he says no Steve a half a billion forced abortions let's just say say what it is it's murder slaughter 80% of little Chinese girls right it's one of the reasons you have this massive demographic problem in mainland China today it's one of the reasons we have the problem with the young men today in China the asocial nature of them it's not just the, it's not just the evil and the propaganda of the authoritarian states the fact there's no ability to uh, make a family there's no ability why they have murdered and slaughtered the women by the way do all these people talk to me ever here and you know feminism and talk about women's rights and me too and into the patriarch where are you about the murder of the Chinese female babies in mainland China I can't hear you feminist I can't hear you leftist I can't hear you you know why you can't hear them about the the famine think about it for a second we had a famine that uh, th that starved to death 40 million people and then the Cultural Revolution. That we don't even know how many dead are that from that. And things like cannibalism and torture. And the most horrific... You ever hear about that? You ever hear about the one-child policy? Why? Why? Because the world, the world elites don't think the Chinese people are worth it. They're prepared to lecture everybody else on racism. Tell me about the racism of that. Are the people that are from our oldest civilization that have given us science and technology and math and some of the great philosophers and writing and some of those beautiful art for 10 and 5,000 years, are they not worthy? Why does the world today look the other way? And this is why they hate Miles Guo. And trust me, they hate him. Right? There's no logic. There's no logic of why he's in jail today under Ameri anything of American law. The Ministry of State Security officers that are rounding up people down in Chinatown, they're rounding up people in the indictments. The first person they identify is the Miles Grove thereafter, the second are the Miles Grove followers. Yet Miles, in, in, before his trial, can't leave. Miles is still there. You know why Miles is still there? They don't want his voice, because think about it. Miles Grove coming to the West was an inflection point. 
Nobody in the West talked about the Chinese Communist Party and identified the Chinese Communist Party as the problem. Nobody identified the slavery of Lao Beijing as a crime against humanity. Because it's easy to be quiet. Because people are making a lot of money. It was Miles Guo that came to the West. In Miles Guo's videos where he called out and he called out the hypocrisy of supposedly communist leaders who are the wealthiest families on earth. And they're the wealthiest families without creating anything. They've never created anything. They've never made anything. They've never produced anything. What have they done? They've run a gulag of 1.4 billion people and they've stolen their wealth. How much money does Lao Beijing make every month? What kind of living conditions does Lao Beijing have? What's the, what, what, what is the reality of the lived experience of the Chinese people today when we're totally interconnected? You can't hide any of this. It was Miles Guo. And Miles Guo didn't have to do this. He was a billionaire many times over. He could have done anything he wanted in the world, lived anywhere he wanted in the world, partied, done anything, bought art, done anything. He didn't need to do any of this. None of it. And remember, if he had kept his mouth shut and played along like everybody else, he'd be one of the richest guys in the world, and he certainly wouldn't be on the 4th of June in the year of our Lord 2023 sitting in a federal prison. That's courage. Everybody comes to me, miles grow this, miles grow that, miles grow this, miles grow that. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. What I've seen is he's changed the direction of the world because he's identified them as a transnational criminal organization. A transnational criminal organization helped, created by and empowered by the United States State Department and people like General George Marshall that are held up on pedestals in this country. And then 50 years later, with the blood not even dry on the stones in Tiananmen Square, supported again. You know why we have a war in the Eurasian landmass? We got one in the, we're going to have one very quickly in the Straits of Taiwan, South China Sea, and we have one now in Ukraine with the two partners that come together, China and Russia. By the way, to always remember, the two greatest allies we had in World War II were not the British and the Canadians and the French, and, and, and they, we have a special relationship with the British. And we have a very special relationship with our brothers and sisters in Canada. Our allies in World War II were the Russian people and the Chinese people. The Chinese people lost 40 million people, draining the blood of the Japanese Imperial Army so that our island hopping would be easier. The Russian people destroyed the Wehrmacht so that on Tuesday when we commemorate D-Day, they didn't have to face 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 German army divisions because they got bled out. In 19, after blowing it after the war and letting their slave masters continue to enslave them and looking the other way, after World War II, we had another shot in 1989. What would modern history, what would history today be like if the American government had backed the art students that put up the goddess of democracy. 
The CCP would have fallen in 30 days. And the CCP knew that. That's in June. What happens in November? The Berlin Wall comes down. And did, and did the U.S. government do any job of getting rid of the KGB and the control mechanisms really inside of Russia? They did not. And they allowed the Russian people once again to be enslaved by the security apparatus that was the hammer for the Soviets. Think about that for a second. We had two shots. We, we, the United States of America, and the people supposedly representing the people. You think the American people knew that at the time? You think they were told that at the time? What Miles Guo did is historic because he bifurcated the Chinese people from the Chinese Communist Party, and we know that they hated that. He said, this is not the Chinese people. There's only 92 million Chinese communists, and they're not even that effective. It's just a handful of factions and families that take the wealth because it's a totalitarian state, by the way, of which you've helped build with your capital and your technology and looking the other way. And here's the great irony. Here's the great irony. Go back to when we let them in the World Trade Organization, let them into the most favored nation status. We're gonna, they're going to change. They're going to become a liberal democracy. Chinese people are going to be free. What happened is the world's elites said, hang on for a second. That's a pretty good model they got. That's a pretty good model. What we want is state capitalism merge with authoritarian government run by an administrative state, just like they do in Beijing. Why don't we take that model? Why don't we copy what they do? And then we can call anybody that sticks their head up the anti-democratic forces. Anybody that sticks their head up, you're anti-democratic. In China, you stick your head up, you're, you're enemy of the people. Anti-democratic. Domestic terrorists here, right? The elites were smart, helping build the system. They didn't copy it here. That's a great fight we have. Understand something, and particularly the people watching this throughout the world, the new federal state, and our other co colleagues in mainland China and throughout the world. It's quite simple. Until Lao Beijing is free, nobody's free. And they say, Bannon, how can you say that? I'm free. I'm going to go play golf today. I'm going to get my car and run around. No. You don't have true freedom in this country. We don't have close to true freedom in this country. We have an ever-increasing leviathan called the administrative state and its Praetorian Guard, the deep state, that day after day after day choke down the American people and choke down true freedom and true liberty. In today's world, we face challenges like government overreach, attacks on communication, global conflicts, and natural disasters. And relying on your cell phone in these scenarios simply won't cut it. That's why I've been partnering with Satellite Phone Store over the last year to help you stay prepared and ensure your vital communication remains private. They're one of America's largest satellite telecom companies with thousands of happy, well-prepared customers. For a limited time, get an Inmarsat, Insat phone or Iridium 955 satellite phone for free. Let me repeat that. An Inmarsat ISAT phone or Iridium 955 satellite phone for free. These are top of the line. 
Iridium phones work anywhere on Earth with a clear view of the sky. Cell coverage reaches only 7% of the Earth, while Iridium covers 100% of the Earth. Satellite phones provide secure communication with no tracking or eavesdropping. Even the U.S. military uses Iridium. If cell towers go down for any reason, your satellite phone still works. Now, don't miss this offer. In addition, we work with the folks at the satellite phone store to secure a special discount for our subscribers. Use promo code STEVE50 to waive the $50 activation fee. Let me use that again. The promo code STEVE50, STEVE50, to waive the $50 activation fee and get 10% off products like generators, Faraday bags, or solar panels in May with code STEVE2023. Let me give that to you again. You get 10% off products like generators, the Faraday bags, or solar panels in the month of May with code STEVE2023. Now visit Satellite Phone Store today. Go visit sat123.com. That's sat 123.com. Life can change in an instant, so don't wait. Stay prepared, connected, and protect your privacy. Visit sat123.com. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, Hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up. End quote. Now that's the Field of Greens Better Health Promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss if you're busy if you don't get enough exercise if you eat too much fast food take field of greens look field of greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room but they can promise at your next checkup your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back let me repeat that you get your money back i trust field of greens for my health and you can too let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. Right now, many Americans are feel, feeling powerless. You know the feeling. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities, and those in charge do not seem to care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual far firearm at any time in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton of money on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget comes in all the major calibers, including 223, 
so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon when you go to itargetpro.com right now. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with itargetpro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. itargetpro.com, and the offer code is Bannon. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. Let's just, let's just cut to the chase. And say, you hear all the time that, oh, no, 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 you need the Chinese Communist Party because the Chinese people are, are too um, um, childlike and, and too... Uh, uh, unsettled and too chaotic and too and too too much anarchy. They can't govern themselves. It'd just be chaos. You fall back into the warlord area. They'd be fighting each other. It'd be catastrophe. The whole world would go to pieces. The factories wouldn't work. You couldn't do it because they're too immature and they can't govern themselves. They're not ready for democracy. That's the argument. When you're behind closed doors, that's what they say. As bad as the CCP is, it's not as bad as the alternative. Look throughout the world. I don't care if it's Taiwan or Australia or Canada or Japan or Europe, the Middle East, India, or the United States of America. Look at the Chinese that have come here and come to these countries. Look at what they've achieved. Look at what they've accomplished. Look how they comport themselves. You can go to any nation in the world with different cultures and different civilizations. They're model citizens. There's an article that literally just popped as I was walking up here from one of the new alternative presses in Manhattan. And they talk about the scores, the, 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 the scores on the, on the college boards and everything that go there. And the Asian students, led by the Chinese, are dominating everything. I don't mean kind of higher, they're dominating everything. You know why? Not just the hard work and the diligence, but most importantly, the parents don't, have not bought into woke. Why? Because... <laughs> Or since time immemorial, the Chinese have never caught a break. Have the Chinese people ever caught a break anywhere? Anywhere? Ever caught a break? Ever been welcomed with open arms? Ever, ever had uh, uh, people say, yeah, you get to the front of the line, we're going to you know, make sure that you're top, that you get in? That, no, no. And all those countries I named. Mm -mm. Including my own beloved country, right? After all that hard work, they panic. Oh my God, too many hardworking folks coming right you did it yourselves that's what Lao Tzu told us 400 years 400 years before the birth of Christ he said that leader is best that when the objectives achieved and the people's accomplishments are there that the people will look to themselves and say, look what we have done. Was that then the message of Miles Guo? Today, the new federal state, the rule of law society, the rule of law foundation, the whistleblower movement, the quality of the television program you put up, the message you put it out, the way you comport yourself, the way you will not back down. Remember, I don't believe in conspiracies, but I don't believe in coincidences either. It's quite odd, quite odd, that Miles was arrested. 
not just when the trial was starting, right, that showed that huge donors in the Republican Party were going to get paid huge amounts of money to get him sent back to China, as people have been doing, Higginbotham, people in the, in the Department of Justice, that's been happening for years, right? But also on the fact that Nicole and Prince and David and others had been down in Washington, D.C. for week after week after week after week, not just at CPAC, but going around Capitol Hill and knocking on doors. And to make sure and to ensure that they would have to earn it on their own because that's what's important to earn it on your own and to do it on your own. I did nothing. All I did was call up and set up a few meetings. I didn't pitch it. I didn't say you had to do this. I didn't say you had to take the meeting. I didn't say you had to sign a letter. I didn't say anything to people I'm very close to. I said, just hear them out. And look at the letters that were signed. Look at, look at what they accomplished. Look at, the, look at the caucus they started to put together. You'll see some of these congressmen today, and that's just a fraction of how they've impressed people in the nation's capital without putting in any money, just through their earnestness and their message and their diligence and their dignity and their discernment. That's how the Chinese people have accomplished everything. When President Trump was elected, um, in the third week of um, January of 2017, there were two speeches given. One was on, I think, Wednesday the 17th or the Wednesday the 18th. Wednesday the 18th. It was in Davos. It was Xi. And he gave this speech and talked about uh, you know, Made in China 2025, One Belt, One Road, this whole networking system, and it's all going to be great, and people are going to be make money, and this thing's going to be fantastic, and we're going to do all this, and we're going to have this network effect. He's up there, and he said, the only problem we got in the world is uh, populism. Populism and nationalism, that's a problem, that's going to be a problem. In, in Davos, the Financial Times, I don't have the paper from that day, I just got another one where they're singing the praises of Beijing. But the Financial Times, number one financial paper in the world, the next day said, she, great speech, standing ovation. Uh, what a world statesman. What a brilliant man. Now think about it for a second. In Davos, what is Davos? The World Economic Forum, Davos, man. They're, they're uh, bankers and hedge fund managers and investment bankers and, and consulting firms like uh, Booz Allen and, and McKinsey. And they're all the big accounting firms like Pete Marwick. They're all the big marketing companies and all the hot brands and they're, and they're all the, the, the communication specialists and the spin meisters and all the TV media, CNBC, BBC, MSNBC, Bloomberg TV, all of it. They're all there. And they're interviewing people and doing forums and Henry Chris are all walking out there and Klaus Schwab, they're all big shots and they're talking, 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 all that. That's all Davos man, right there. What, what business are they in? They're on the same business. It's the information business. Whether it's, inform, it's the information business. Whether it's about their hedge funds or their stock picks or their banking, investment banking, marketing, uh, consulting, media. It's all the same business. Information. Information. Now, you're telling me, and these are the world. This is the inside the ropes. This is the VIPs, Davos man. Number one inside baseball on information. Are you telling me that on the 18th of January 2017 they didn't know about the Uyghurs? 
They didn't know about the concentration camps. They didn't know about the authoritarian dictatorship shutting everybody down, crushing the spirit of the Chinese people, of the propaganda, of that if you believe in God, whether you're a Buddhist or a Hindu or Taoism or Christianity, you must be crushed down, you must be crushed. The organ harvesting, what they do to the dissidents, the prisons they have, disappearing people, do you believe for a second they didn't know any of it? They knew all of it. And they praised she as the second coming. Why? They don't care about Lai Bajing. If you have to suffer, and you have to be crushed, and you have to be destroyed in your earthly presence now, in order for Davos man to make unlimited profits, that's just the natural order of things. It's not me says that. That's Jamie Dimon. Washington, Beijing, tensions have upended global order, says Jamie Dimon. That global order is based on the slavery of the people that have made the most ancient civilization on earth and that is a crime that nobody can hide from and so the world's divided into two people two sets of people either those that support Lao Beijing and their fight for freedom against his murderous dictatorship are those that are taking advantage of Lao Beijing and taking the profits from Lao Beijing and leading a, a better life from uh, by the sweat off the brow and the blood of Lao Beijing that's the line of demarcation and that's what Miles Guo when he came to the West made sure that nobody could hide from him anymore and that is why he's in federal prison right now there's only one question before it's not a question of what's right or wrong it's not a question of who's good and evil in this it couldn't be clearer couldn't be anything clearer in human history. I dare anybody to show me at any time in human history that any moral question has been more black and white than this. The only question before us is one, is what are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? Divine providence is determined that you're free in here and able to fight and that's why you're the vanguard of a revolutionary movement, a movement to free more people at one time than have ever been freed on earth. And that's got to start with these hypocrites on Wall Street, in Silicon Valley, in Washington, D.C., that are the partners, the blood oath partners of this criminal gang in Beijing. The first book of War Room Books is called The Indictment. I waited to launch this publishing venture until this book was done. Why? I wanted War Room Books. When we started, we're going to have so many great titles, but I needed to start with what is most important right now. And that's an indictment of the criminals in Beijing, and more importantly, their partners here in the West that have allowed this to go on. We have a long fight in front of us. Three years ago, no one envisioned Miles Guo in prison except for Miles Guo. He knew every day that either trying to assassinate him, trying to grab him and bring him back to China to rot and die in some prison or be executed and tortured, or it happened here. 
The only question before us is what are you prepared to do? If we're prepared to go all in, trust me, the more this gets out to the American people, and you ha it's not getting information to them. It's not getting information to Europe. It's not getting information. It's putting it in front of their face so they can't deny it. So that they know if they look away and they, and they continue to support this system that enslaves the Chinese people, that they will be weighed and measured at the end of their earthly life. And in that weighing and measuring, they said, you knew it. Just like in the 1930s, they looked away when Hitler was doing it to the Jews, was killing the Jews, and the world looked away because it's too uncomfortable, too unpleasant, might upset things. We've had, what, 70, 80 years of these, of these barbarians destroying the Chinese people? You can't run away from it. Your mission, your task and purpose is to put it in front of the face of the world and make sure they can't turn away. Because in not turning away begins the next step to our victory. Honored to be here. Honored to found this. Thank you. CCP. Take down the CCP. Take down the CCP. Free Miles Guo. Free Miles Guo. Free Miles Guo. Free Miles Guo. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Colonel Mike Waltz, a Green Beret uh, from Florida 6. Uh, Colonel, uh, and by the way, the, the, one of the best congressmen out there. Sir, your article today in Epic Times is something we've been talking about a, lo a long time here. Artificial intelligence, China, and this new either unrestricted warfare or Cold War we're at. Can you walk us through the case you make in this, quite frankly, brilliant piece? Yeah, thanks, Steve. And, and uh, compliments back to you. You really have been one of the thought leaders uh, way before it was uh, cool and trendy in Washington and seeing the absolute threat that the Chinese Communist Party is, which I believe is the greatest threat this nation has ever faced in its history uh, for, for all kinds of reasons that you're well versed on. Uh, but, but central to that and central to Xi's plan to dominate the United States and dominate a new global world order uh, is uh, eclipsing us from a technology standpoint and driving that is its massive global data collection operation to feed the uh, AI machine that they are pumping billions into. So look, I get uh, the dangers of AI. Uh, there's a lot of benefits. Uh, but there's also a lot of dangers. But for those in the United States that are screaming from the rooftops to tap the brakes on U.S. developed AI or for government to get heavily involved, I continue to ask them, how do you do that in the context of our greatest enemy uh, ever that has had their foot on the gas now in terms of AI development for years and with TikTok, uh, its cyber intrusions, uh, it's uh, exfiltrating millions and millions of government workers' data from the OPM breach and, and others that has developed the data 
uh, to feed that AI machine. And just finally, look, I, I do subscribe to the notion that a mediocre algorithm powered by uh, a massive, excellent data operation is far more dangerous than the best algorithms where you have very little data. Data is the, is the fuel uh, that is going to feed uh, their, their military machine. You know, one of your biggest uh, fans is Colonel Harvey. Uh, when I guess you guys were at CENTCOM, you've been a warfighter at the, at the at the tip of the spear. How is Washington, who who you know the the understanding, particularly when you get to the civilian side, is quite rudimentary about warfare. H- how are you going about? And we got Gall- Marine Gallagher on, on the on the committee of China. But how are you guys going to go about and make sure that the, 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 the city can wake up immediately? Because this is not something we can take six months or a year to get to. The, the, the Australian strategy group and Voice of America summarized that 23 military technologies, advanced technologies, China leads the United States in 19, and it's almost all of our innovation. So, Colonel, tell, tell the audience, how are you going to do that? Well, and, and, and to that point, just, just to add to it, uh, the Defense Department uh, has identified a series of critical minerals uh, they are, have foreign dependency on 39 of them and China dependency on 22. So even, you know, sit the semiconductors, sit the algorithms aside, just the basic raw materials to power uh, the Defense Department, to power our entire economy. We've created or we've allowed China to create a, a, a global dependency on. Look, I think there's a there's a, a recognition uh, across a lot of members here in Washington, but there it's limited to the National Security Committees. Uh, and so one of the things that I'm doing to answer your question directly is, you know, I am inviting people outside of Intel, Armed Services and others, somebody who may be on the Agriculture Committee or on the Education and Labor Committee, on the Freedom Caucus, even progressives to come to things like a classified Chinese Navy brief just to see how bad uh, the situation is. So we have to expand the aperture and get people who aren't thinking about this all the time and aren't getting these classified sessions that just shows uh, how dire the situation is. So to answer your question, I'm trying to get them in the room uh, to, to get the information so that when we're making decisions on like what our defense budget should be, what our intelligence community should be focused on, it's not just the few members who are sitting on those relevant committees. It's people that are outside of this and may not be thinking about it all the time. So, for example, going to folks that are on education and labor and saying, look at what the Confucius Institutes are absolutely doing. Look at how the Chinese are buying up American private schools. Oh, by the way, in Silicon Valley, the Research Triangle in North Carolina uh, and, and schools with junior ROTC. So stop it with accusations of racism or xenophobia. We need to think about this like we thought about the Soviet Union. And that's why saying, describing the reality that it is, we're in a Cold War. They're in a Cold War with us. They are seeking to defeat us and supplant us and replace us is so, uh, is so important. Colonel, if you were back in, in, your, in your previous jobs, if you were called into CENTCOM today and asked to brief, and they asked you right now, at this point in time, the point in the slope, are we winning this Cold War? Are we neutral right now? Or are we losing? What would be your answer? I'd say now for the next uh, two years, I'm confident uh, that that we could uh, win militarily in, in any conflict. But the trend lines are so bad. 
uh, that within the next uh, three to five to seven to 10, that I'm not confident. I don't think we can take for granted anymore. And I think the American people have been lulled into complacency to think that we'll win any fight out there. Uh, not this one. Uh, not when you have the Chinese outbuilding us in ships at a rate of three to one. They're tripling their nuclear arsenal. Ours is decrepit and aging. We still have things on floppy disks. Uh, and they're launching more into space than us and the rest of the world combined. Uh, and they're using uh, their economic leverage and power to gobble up the, the, the basic materials uh, that we need to power our economy and then turn right around and are leveraging the basic uh, or the fundamental aspects of our society, Hollywood, Wall Street, academia, sports industry, uh, and co-opting them to continue uh, uh, us down this road towards dependency on the CCP. So from a whole of society standpoint, that's what has me so concerned. What has me so concerned is that their theory of victory is that like the Soviet Union did, we throw our hands up and say we can't afford to compete anymore. Uh, and they win economically before there ever is any type of military conflict. That's the true danger. Hold Whole of society. We'd love to come back to your staff and open up uh, like an hour so that you could brief the American people. Because I think as much as getting the committees is to hear your voice, the American people, or maybe even a town hall. But we'll come back to you, and we'll make sure this time, this piece in the in the Epic Times is read far and wide because it's quite profound. Uh, Colonel, thank you uh, very much. Uh, appreciate this and fantastic. How do people get to your site and how do they get to you on social media? Well, they, they can uh, follow us, follow me on Twitter on Michael G. Waltz, W-A-L-T-Z. Uh, and then uh, it's, it's, it's Mike Waltz on, on, on Facebook and Insta. But Steve, I just want to thank you uh, for, for your leadership on this. Uh, this is existential. We've never faced the Soviet Union is, is kids play compared to what we're facing with the Chinese Communist Party. Colonel, uh, I couldn't agree with you more, and I think we need to hear your voice. I think you need to brief the American people. We'll figure it out. But this is a profound article, and directionally, in its whole society, you're absolutely correct. Uh, Congressman Mike Waltz, Florida 6, honored to have you on here. Great piece. We'll push it out everywhere. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion, and one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology, goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness causing cold and flu viruses, including covid EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code STEVE. ekpure.com, 
Code Steve. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.